It's the Juice Box. I'm your host, Coach John Willis, man. And we are back in the building. Boy, it's been too long since we've been here back with the Juice Box, man. I apologize. We had a lot go on, man. First off, big ups. I got married uh, to Erica and... That was a cool time. I had about 80 people come out from Florida, man. So shout out to everybody who made the trip. We had a reception back in Jacksonville too. So shout out to everybody who came to that. Uh, so appreciate that. Had Kai came out and joined us. So that was cool. New coaching job at Linfield. So that's been going on. Uh, the CJW, Coach John Willis brand is off and running in full effect, man. So. So uh, we had a lot going on. We've had a lot going on. So I apologize to all the viewers who, um, who have missed the show. But just to let you know, we are back. We are back. We are back. So we're going to keep it going, man. Um, coming up today on today's show, this will be the first segment of uh, a leadership series that, um, that I'm going to teach, man. So... I'm going to talk to you about that a little bit here. We'll get on, talk about the leadership series. Then we'll have our special guest, uh, Kyle Atkinson. He'll come on and he'll be with us. We'll feature Kyle Atkinson, and, uh, and that'll be good. We'll get the five on the segment with him, and, um, and that's how we'll roll. So let's get going. Hey. So in the leadership series, I want to kind of talk to you guys about a couple different things. First off, your attitude. You know, growing up, people would say your attitude determines your altitude. And as a leader, and that's very true, but as a leader, man, leadership is all about attitude. It's all about attitude. And the only way to change your attitude is to change your belief system. So your attitude reflects your belief system. Your attitude reflects what you believe. So if you believe that all things are possible, then your attitude will be that of, I cannot be stopped. Think about the jungle, a lion, for example. A lion is the king of the jungle. Now, when you look at all the animals in the jungle, well, an elephant is 50 times bigger than a lion. A hippopotamus is about three or four times heavier than a lion. A cheetah is probably about three times faster than a lion. So all of these attributes that you would want in combat, essentially, bigger, stronger, faster, the lion does not possess all of those greater than any other creature in the jungle. There are creatures who are always bigger, who are always stronger, who are always faster than the lion. However, the lion is the king because of the lion's attitude. Think about this, when an elephant, as large as an elephant is, an elephant probably could kick a lion one time and a lion would be dead because the elephant is so much larger. However, when an elephant sees a lion, an elephant thinks, I'm about to get ate. When a lion sees an elephant, the lion simply thinks this is lunch or this is my next meal. And so therefore the lion will attack. So 
It's because of the attitude. It's because of the mentality. It's because of the attitude because the lion believes that the lion can hunt and eat anything. So therefore, the lion will attack. You wanting to be a leader. If you're going to lead people, then you have to believe that you can accomplish something. You know, that's the difference in people that are leaders and people that are followers. It's discovering that leadership mentality. That's what makes leaders. You have to discover it because everybody has it already naturally buried inside of you. You already have the spirit of the leader buried down inside of you. You just have to discover it. And that is the only way that people are going to follow you. You have to be strong in a belief. You have to believe in something. So you have to believe in something. And once your beliefs are right, remember this. The scripture says that so a man thinketh. You know, so a man thinketh in Ephesians. So you got to think about this. What, what, are you, what are you thinking about while you're here on earth? Like what is your purpose here on earth? Why do you exist? You got to think about it. Ask yourself, why do you exist? Like that speaks to your purpose here on earth. The next thing you need to think about is not only why do you exist, but what can you do? What are you good at? What are you good at? Like what do you bring to the table? Why? Why do you exist? What are you good at? Those are two things that you must think about if you're going to be a, uh, a, a leader. And the third thing you need to think about is what is your significance? In other words, why do you matter? So if you're going to lead people, you have got to think about why are you here? What are you good at? And why do you matter? Why do people need to listen to you? Why do people need to follow you? So those are three questions that you have to ask yourself in being a leader. So remember, a lion, the lion is never going to be the largest animal in the jungle. However, whenever the lion shows up, the lion is king. And that is because the, the lion's attitude commands respect. That's why other animals run away when they see the lion. Other animals run away when they see the lion because the, the lion's attitude commands respect. And that's the only way to lead. You have to have people respect you. Now, in the jungle context, the respect is fear. And I'm not saying that you have to lead by having people to fear you. That's not what I'm saying at all. But you can lead by having people respect you so that you need to carry yourself in the manner in which people respect you. So that speaks to the integrity in which you lead. Understand this, people will hear your words, but then they will watch your actions. So for example, if you have a child and you're telling the child, hey, you need to exercise. You need to eat healthy. You need to work out. But then all they do is see you eat ice cream and donuts. Then they're going to want to sit and eat ice cream and donuts. So Kai comes out and spends six weeks with me in Oregon. And at nighttime, I would do push-ups. I would do some crunches. I would do some exercises. 
and, and I'd be doing them by the time Kai got out of the bath and he's wanting to watch Moana or he's wanting to watch Incredibles or something like that. But he will come and lay down next to me. He will come and lay down next to me and start exercising. He'll start trying to do push-ups. He'll start trying to do crunches. If I have my tablet, he'll ask for his tablet. So essentially, even though I didn't tell Kai to exercise, I didn't tell Kai to use his tablet, that is what he wants to do. When there's a person who looks up to you, they have this interior desire to follow and to mimic what they are seeing you doing. So this is something that we have to be very careful of when leadership because you have people that are going to follow you. So now the question is, are you going to lead people to the promised land? Or are you going to lead people over the cliff? That is the question that we must all answer. I want you to think about something as you go on through the rest of your day. I want you to think about this. Why should somebody follow me? And if I'm truly going to be a leader, then I have to discover the leadership spirit inside of me. And so that means I'm going to have to change my beliefs. You know, changing your beliefs speaks to the way that you interpret information, the way that you perceive information. You know, for example, society is designed for you to fit in, not for you to stick out. And this is something that this is something I even asked myself in a challenging question to myself is this. Cars are sold based on the power that the engine can provide. We live in a society that will sell you a car that can go 120 miles per hour and only grant you permission to drive the car between 35 and 70 miles per hour. I'll say that again. We live in a society that tells you you need to drive a car. And the car that you drive, we're going to sell to you as a society. We're going to sell you a car based on the horsepower or based on the car's performance or based on how fast the car can go. We're going to sell you a car with a speedometer that says the car can go anywhere from 120 to 150 miles per hour, but we're going to put you in a society where you can only drive the car anywhere from 35 to 70 miles per hour. And if you drive any faster than that, we're going to condemn you by giving you a ticket. Why? Because it's not safe for you to drive that fast. Well, challenge that thinking. If it's really not safe for you to drive faster than 70 miles per hour, then why do we make cars that go 120? If, if as safe as you can go in a car is 70 miles per hour, then why don't we make cars that only go 70 miles per hour? See, I'm trying to change your way of thinking right now. You know, so a man thinking. So a man thinking is he, you have to realize that when we are in school, you know, our parents would say to us, hey, you need to go to school. You need to go to school, okay? You need to go to school. 
Learn all that you can learn. Get your education so that you can get a job. Now, what we do not do is we do not say, hey, stay in school so you can open a business. You know, the mindset is completely different. You know, the mindset is completely different. And that is something that we really need to be careful about. That is something that we really need to be careful about as we move forward in our lives. Uh, we need to definitely be careful about, hey, how are we interpreting this information? How are we perceiving this world? How are we deciding what our next step should be? Because I'm going to challenge you to not fit in, but to stand out. You know, in Ephesians 3, chapter 20, it says, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Again, Ephesians 3 and 20 says, Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Meaning it's already inside of you that you can lead. It's already inside of you to do more. It's already inside of you to be great. So I want to encourage you today to think about you being a leader. It, we can talk about leadership styles. We can talk about uh, listening habits. We can discuss all of these things. But the most important part of being leader, the most important part of being a leader is your attitude. And your attitude is a direct reflection of your belief system. What do you believe is at the core of your attitude? For example, I was a teacher for a long time in a school system. And, you know, we, we had a focus on reading. We had a focus on reading where I taught social studies, but we had to read. We had to have the kids read every day, 15 minutes in class. And here is the point. See, oftentimes kids will get in trouble during reading time, they will have an attitude, they will act out, they'll make a big scene. But at the base of that attitude is they don't want to read out loud in front of the class. Why? Because they believe that they're going to mess up. They believe that they can't read as well. So because they believe they cannot read as well, their attitude, therefore, is to show out in class because anything is better than me reading and being embarrassed in front of this class. I'd much rather you send me out to the principal or to the dean's office and that way I don't have to read. And the reason that they are bad at reading, the reason that they do mess up at reading is because they believe that they're going to mess up. So when you come up with these ideas, when you come up with these things that you want to try and then they don't work, it's because you didn't believe that it would work.
I'm going to say that again. When you come up with these ideas, when you have these goals and when you have these dreams and you say, I'm going to try it and then it's not working, it's not moving forward, nothing is happening. When you do that and it does not work, it doesn't work because you don't believe that it's going to work. And so because you don't believe that it's not going because you don't believe it's going to work, your attitude toward it is differently. You don't give your all toward it. You don't push as much as you can toward it because you don't believe in it. As a leader. This year. Because we're starting a new calendar year as far as basketball goes, but. My word for now is, is fertilizer. And the reason that I want to be more like fertilizer is because I want everything that I touch to grow. That is my desire, is that everything that I touch will flourish. It will grow. It will blossom. It will bloom. It will grow and it will bear fruit. It will produce fruit. And I believe that I seriously believe that everything that I touch, every group of people that I speak to, every project that I engage on, everywhere that I coach, everything that I touch will grow. I believe that. And that is why it's going to come to pass. You know, I was speaking once and I was speaking once and it happened at, in Renton, Washington. I was at a, at a middle school speaking. And while I was there speaking, I was speaking to a bunch of seventh graders, a group of seventh graders I spoke to for 90 minutes. Hands down, that was the hardest speaking engagement I have had to date. Why? Because they're seventh graders. It's hard to keep their attention. But I told those seventh graders that I was the number one rated speaker in the world. I said I was the number one rated motivational speaker in the world. And I believe that. And some of them were looking crazy. And I said, you know who told me that I was the number one rated speaker in the world? Me. I did. I had to believe that myself, believe in myself. If I want to get up here and speak, if I want to be good at what I do, I have to believe in myself. You can't sell a product that you're not willing to buy that you haven't already bought. You can't, you, that, it doesn't work that way. Would you follow you? You know, there are times where I record my speeches and I go back and listen to them and they minister to me directly. And that's why I'm able to do that. So this is the first segment on our leadership session. Channeling and discovering, discovering your inner leader, discovering your leadership, the spirit of leadership, discovering it. Remember, you have three questions to ask. Why are you here? Meaning, what is your purpose? 
What can you do? Meaning, what are you good at? And lastly, how significant are you? Or why do you matter? Thank you for your time. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back. And when we get back, we'll have a minute that we'll share with Kyle Atkinson. And uh, he'll talk to us a little bit about what he's doing. We got five coming on his segment. Until then, we'll be back. So take a moment, grab your cup of coffee, hang out. Hey, and if you have any questions, feel free to hit me up uh, at Coach underscore John underscore Willis on Instagram. Uh, you can go to the website, www.coachjohnwillis.com, or you can shoot me an email at uh, coachjohnwillis at gmail.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, we were not able to get a hold of Kyle. We will have him on on a later date on the show. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and finish this because I want to publish it and get it out. So tune in. Um, thank you for listening to this is our eighth episode on the juice box. Uh, first segment in our series on leadership. Hopefully you all enjoyed it. Uh, make sure you get at me. Email is coachjohnwillis at gmail.com. You can follow me at coach underscore john underscore willis on Instagram or at mo underscore minutes on Instagram. Um, right now, mo minutes is free. So um, just make sure you go to it and check it out. Um, shout out to everybody. Big ups to my Oregon fam. Big ups to um, my boy Brent Miner. My boy, his happy birthday, Brent. Matt Convoy's birthdays this week. Big ups. Coach Hellstrom, Dr. Bethany. Big ups to everybody. You know what I mean? Big ups to everybody. Everybody, everybody, everywhere. So um, special shout out to my wife, um, Kai. I love you, man. Chest bump all day, every day. One time in Duval County. Shout out to Jacksonville, Florida. Always, man. Shout out to all the coaches across the country, man. Big ups to all the OGs who gave back and looked out for those coming up behind them. So, um, but for sure, we're going to end this segment one. Look out segment two on picking your friends. Thank you again for tuning in to the Jews Box. Grace and peace. Hey, yo, Jane, take me home.